Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The biggest threat to the 49ers in the NFC. Hey, welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. Uh, you know, we start off talking about the scouting combine is coming up next week, Perloff, which means the real business is getting done here. And the business about where Justin Fields is going to get traded, you know, uh, where Russ is going to be, you know, his next team and contracts. And that's Jared Goff. It's Jordan Love. It's going to be some big time names in the NFC. And we started thinking about who is actually the real threat to the 49ers who just came up at basically an eyelash short in the Super Bowl this year. If you were to pick the NFC team, who is the biggest threat to San Francisco? Who is it? Well, I'm going with the obvious one because they should have beaten them in this year's NFC title game. And they're young and ascending. The Detroit Lions, to me, are oof, right there, 1B in the NFC. I mean, obviously the Niners are bringing a lot of talent back and they're going to be great again. But I think the Lions are right there. And I think the Lions are going to be hungry because they should have won that game and they know it. Josh Reynolds with a drop that would have probably given them the win. I think Detroit's right there. And the other thing about Detroit, they have a lot of cap space. They have multiple, they have an extra third rounder this year. They are a great drafting team. So they're going to bring in more young talent with the draft. And like the Eagles did to get to the Super Bowl, I wouldn't be surprised if they made a big splash at cornerback because that's their biggest weakness by far. If they get one guy who can cover anybody, watch out. I think the Lions are right there. Okay, but won't the Lions, and I'll give you my pick in a second, yeah. but won't the Lions be susceptible to all the other pitfalls that happen with the way that they, with uh, what happened this season? That is a heartbreaking loss mm -hmm. that was devastating, and it almost feels like, for all the good things and all the historic markers that the Detroit Lions hit, because of how they lost, 
the season ends on such a, a down note. Like, you were riding these highs. I haven't made the NFC Championship game since 1991, but then you blow a 17-point lead. It's like, I, I think it washes away a lot of the optimism that was surrounding the team. So I'm curious, how do they rebound from that? Does Dan Campbell start to second-guess himself at all when it comes to fourth-down decisions? I really hope so. That's one thing that I'm counting on. Okay, but then then who are you, you know? Anybody a smarter but what, football team. A team that wins football games. And, <laughs> I mean, honestly, if they took those, they beat the Cowboys, obviously. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I think that that would be, that's one. There's so many easy improvements no, they here. they lost to the Cowboys. Right, I'm saying they would have beaten uh-uh. them if Dan Campbell wasn't an idiot. Well, it would have gone to overtime. We don't know what, if they would have beat them. Okay. Uh, I just think you look at, what are the key positions? Left tackle, they arguably are, are great there. Uh, but actually, both tackles are amazing. Great offensive line, great pass rusher, Aiden Hutchinson. He's kind of a TJ Watt light. And they have a running back who's like Alvin Kamara on steroids right now. Jameer Gibbs is going to be, I think he's going to be the star next year. They haven't even used their first round pick, Jameson Williams. What If they could add just a little more talent on the back end of their defense, they are talent wise right up there. I don't think there's any team that can say, you know, one through 22 that they're much more talented. Maybe San Francisco, that's it. I think they're one and two as far as building a roster. Okay, they're also going to play a first-place schedule. Yeah. You know, there's all these things that this is why there's so much parity in the NFL and why it's so hard to say because I took a step forward, that means I'm going to take another one and another one, and it's like, oh, it's obvious you went to the NFC Championship, and now you're going to go to the Super Bowl. It's never that obvious. But isn't that how it kind of works that teams ascend? I'm thinking of the Chiefs. They they lost that NFC title. I'm sorry, AFC title game to the yep. Patriots. Heartbreaking fashion. I think that's the path that most teams, a lot of teams go. They used to always go that way. But the other thing, uh, the other path is have a young uh, quarterback so you can pay everybody. The difference with Detroit is everybody's young. No one's getting paid yet. So you can pay the quarterback right here, rip that Band-Aid off, and then deal with paying Hutchison and Sewell and all those guys in a couple years. So you think that the Lions are the biggest threat to the 49ers? Yeah. By the way, Sam Laporta is going to be the number one tight end in the NFL next year because Kelsey's getting older. Nobody's better than Laporta. He he alone makes me confident in the line. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, Laporta is really good. There are a lot of good young tight ends. He's very good. Um, I think it's actually the L.A. Rams. Our, our pal Big mm. Friendly was just on with us. He's the big Rams fan here. I could see the Rams who finally get a first-round pick. <laughs> hey, you get to pick well, 19th for in the first round. Yeah, by the way. Yep. They they have that first round pick. You think they're not going to trade that pick? I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, they do have a first round pick today. So we'll see if they hold on to it. Essentially, like you know, this is a team that has shown that they can draft really well. This is a team that still has Matthew Stafford. Now his health would probably be one of the big question marks. But could you even hold the fort if Stafford does miss a few games? You have the great uh, two amazing wide receivers. You have your whole offensive line. You're not losing a lot of these key free agents. Okay, I guess your guard and Kevin Dotson, you probably bring him back, but it's not like you're on the verge of losing all of this talent. And I get this sort of maybe is not a last dance, but like a sort of last hurrah here with Matthew Stafford and with Sean McVay. There's no more retirement, uh, you know, uh, the rumors they're not putting that out there Aaron Donald back like I think there's like a one last run here the team's got experience they actually have cap space this year to the tune of about 40 million dollars again the draft picks there's you know I, I don't love Sean McVay's decision sometimes in game but sheesh I mean can you argue that the guy's an amazing head coach 
I just I I thought the Rams mm. they were really really good last year. They go to Detroit, they lose that playoff game, but man, this this sort of last hurrah with Matthew Stafford, I could see it. Yeah, no, I I think it's a great call, but it's a it's a wild dark horse. So you could you should bet on that tomorrow, I and mean, I think it's a good bet. I might steal that one from you. Let me tell you some teams who uh, DraftKings has above the Rams in the NFC odds. Obviously, the Niners and the Lions are one and two. The Eagles. Okay, show me the Eagles. Uh, the Eagles head coach is probably going to get fired, what, week five, week six? When is Sirianni out? Yeah, but Jalen, can you imagine what Jalen Hurts looks like without a gigantic knee brace? Uh, Dallas Cowboys, I understand yeah, that one. I'm, I'm not. Green Bay Packers. Packers are tough. Chicago Bears. They must like Caleb Williams as much I think, as I do. I think people are afraid. <laughs> if the Bears bring back Justin Fields, watch out. They're going to be a, a threat. They probably won't. I think they might take a step back. Atlanta Falcons are are favored over the Rams. See, this is crazy. I, well, I think they're thinking Atlanta is going to be handed that division, so you're going to bet on them because they'll get a division crown. And then what the, the Rams. What do the Bucks have to say about that? The Rams. Uh, if Atlanta can't ever, if they're not going to win this division now, when are they ever going to win Listen, this stupid also, division? And I know that Jared, they, that um, Derek Carr is the Bermuda Triangle of quarterbacks, but they did just upgrade at offensive coordinator with uh, Clint Kubiak. So. Basically, they're one, two, three. They're eighth in the NFC in odds. Now, I I like your. I think that's way too low. I would put them over Atlanta and Chicago in a heartbeat. It's just going to be a tougher division. Now, yeah. are we both wrong? Is the actual answer the Green Bay Packers? No, I think it's. Why would you think? Why would you go Packers over Lions? The Packers are incredibly young. They're even younger than the Lions. I know, but how scary did they look? I mean, this they was didn't look near. I think head not to in head the season, the but during the playoffs. I hear, I love Jordan Love. I think he's a Pro Bowler perennial, but I just don't think they can hit you in as many ways as the Lions they, can. They needed an all time drive at the end of the game from Brock Purdy just to just like the the 49ers needed an all time drive from Purdy just to stay alive against well, the Forty the 49ers needed a fumble from Gibbs and a couple drops on third and well actually uh, one a lot big of drop. Errors. They yeah. needed a lot of errors. So I, I I understand the Packers are definitely ascending, just like the Lions. But the Lions, I feel like, are set. Like they're they're not just ascending; they're there. They have Pro Bowlers everywhere. The Packers, I you know, I assume back to it's. I don't know where their offensive line is. They're still really, really young. Even their wide receiver core it seems like they've been there forever. Those guys are all like twenty three. Yeah, but Watson wanna, and Dobbs, etc. If you want to talk about wide receiver core, then you got to give me the Rams hands down. With but Co- I know. Cooper Cup and Puka. Yeah, Cooper Cup and Puka are awesome. Can you win a title with Aaron Donald and two amazing receivers? That's the question. They already did. <laughs> yeah, I think you might be able to. And our Kyron Williams is a stud at running back too. Uh, there are a lot of things to like about the Rams, but Vegas hates them for some reason. I think they. I, I think I know why. Why? I think everyone's worried that this Matthew Stafford health run is not going to last. Well, I think I that's that. the, that's your big risk with the Rams is injury, but there's injury risk with every team. Yeah, and I think Stafford has already shown that he's like the he's the tough dude. I oh, mean, yeah. listen, if it's a spine injury or something like that, I you know, there's no reason for him to be out there, but even again, even if he misses a few games, would you assume that Carson Wentz is probably going to be back? I have no Maybe, idea. Maybe, I don't know. No idea what's going on there. Hold the fort for a couple games. Yeah, I mean, just depends okay. when he gets hurt. If it's early enough in the season, can you overcome it? So the Rams, of course, lost to the Lions this year, and but it was a really close game. Are the Rams going to get better next year, or are the Lions going to get better next year? I think the Lions get better. The Lions are going to spend. They're going to go all in. The other thing too is the Rams almost lost to the Giants in a key game in Week 16 or 17. That got me a little concerned. Well, 
I mean, the the Lions I mean, not, lost some some bad games too. To, like the Ravens to not blow out the Giants no, is the, definitely to the dumb. Bears. <laughs> Bears are good. No, but that's like when Jared Goff was fumbling and throwing picks, and that was bad. Jared Goff against the Bears. Well, it was anything outdoors, of course. All bets <laughs> yes, are like, off the Lions. Yeah, see, that's the, another problem. But the Lions have this amazing ability to get a lot of indoor games. I think they have twelve next year. So. <laughs> I think they get the number one seed, hopefully. I, honestly, I, I do not count the Niners out at all. Can we just say that? They are coming back loaded for Bear because they haven't had to pay their quarterback yet. It's true. 855-212-4CBS. EJ, I think this is probably a poll question. Uh, yeah, one we missed from yesterday. Is a bucket hat a floppy hat? Um, that's old business. That was from yesterday, and it turns out we're going to be getting some floppy hats and bucket hats sent our way from the Erie Seawolves, which is really exciting. <laughs> We have our own floppy hat night over here at M and P. Everything's coming up, Maggie. <laughs> yeah. How week. about that? I mean, a free bucket hat. It's about to be spring. Eerie Sea Wolves. Mm. Let's go. I love their logo, by the way. It's like some kind of wolf with dressed up I, like a pirate. I have a question: Is a sea wolf a real animal? I don't think so. No, it's got to be mythical. Never heard of because, like, I know sea lion. What's a sea wolf? Like, are there wolves by? Lakes? I, I, I mean, it may be in theory, but that's not a sea. We're in mirage territory right now. We just have no idea oh. about real things <laughs> like mm-hmm. geography, species. Didn't mirage think that bears had tails or something? Uh, that's the thing. Yes. <laughs> Ti- like tiger-like tail. Like that's the start want. of it. Right. Did the Washington team almost become the Red Wolves? Wasn't yes. that one of the... Yes, the Red Wolves. And that's a, that's a real animal, I'm assuming. <laughs> I believe it is. Should we play a new game? Is that a real animal? Is this a is this team? Would that be a good game? Is this team mascot a real animal? Chanticleer. Follow it. Chanticleer with, is is uh, that a bird or I something? Think so. Yeah. And then follow it with. Would you eat it <laughs> raw? Yeah. Would you so, eat it raw? Right. So apparently, the Vancouver coastal sea wolf is a real animal. Oh, there you go. Oh, okay, so it is a thing. Yeah, I mean, but it's not sense. in. Where is it? Erie? I don't think they're in Erie. This one's in Vancouver. This is Vancouver. <laughs> That's all right. You can borrow liberally. I think there are a lot of sea animals in Erie, Pennsylvania. <laughs> um, yes, yesterday we also found out that Perloff, of all the people on the show, is okay with the idea of eating raw chicken. Yeah, yeah I still, I still I've, I've had it before. That. I've had it. You ain't eating raw chicken? Yeah, like chicken sashimi is a huge deal now. It's a, a lot of high-end restaurants have it. And you've Salmonella is a huge deal here, too. <laughs> yeah, I, I have, I've definitely eaten it. I, I can't remember form? where. Like, was it like I sliced have, thinly? Was it, it looked, chopped You up? put it on top of rice just like a piece of sushi. Oh, was it seasoned? Because that's kind of mm. bland. Uh, I don't remember what they did with it, but I've definitely, I've definitely had, I think, chicken carpaccio too, which oh, is seasoned. Gosh. I can't. I just can't get there. 855-212-4CBS. I'm, I'm looking at pictures. This, this is. But you guys don't like steak tartare, which is insane. It's gross. It's the best thing. It's raw steak. Yeah, it's amazing. But sometimes it looks like ground beef, too. That's what I can't get out. I can't do. You, you got to go and get, they mix in the egg and you get the mustard. Oh, uh, and uh, crackers. Nice trip to the emergency room and uh, you're all set. Nice You'll hit your goal weight. I'll have a cooked T-bone steak with <laughs> scrambled eggs, maybe. But, but yet it. you'll do sushi and oysters, which they I carry know. all sorts of diseases. I won't do those either. I, I, I can't. I'm a, I'm a woman of contradictions because I, yeah. yes, we'll eat oysters and I'll eat sushi and sashimi. You wouldn't catch me dead. Well, I feel like I would be dead if I was eating <laughs> yeah, raw chicken. You would be dead. What about right. that? I don't even like cooking raw chicken. What if you were at like Brooklyn Fair, like a 
uh, Michelin star superstar chef restaurant. You would, you'd say no to the chef. I've said no to things in fancy restaurants. I once mm. had an opportunity to eat a, 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 a cow's heart, and I said, I'm going to pass. There's some organs I just can't go get Well, you got to eat the heart. If, if you kill an animal, it's disrespectful not to eat his heart first. Well, I know I that from watching it. Alaskan survival shows. <laughs> 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 you got to eat it first, too. Yeah, oh, they, they that is the number one rule. Show? <laughs> number one rule of hunting is you eat the heart first. Well, what order is like top five organs in what? Oh, uh, after the heart. You, well, you want the fatty. You want to save the fattier things so you can survive later into the winter. You realize what it tastes like. It tastes like blood, like iron. Like yeah. it's gross. Whatever. I mean, you're eating. Is it better to eat the cow's whatever part of the body? Yeah, the li- butt. The liver. Yes. I don't know. How to eat liver. I, I got a sense that you guys don't like liver either. No, I'm not a liver person. No. Are I you guys like at veggie eaters at all? A little bit. I mean, I love Food Network, so like, I feel like the, <laughs> like I feel like the tartare. I could probably be pushed to try. You'll I, love tartare. Go to a famous steak tartare place. It's amazing. I can't do the chicken sashimi. These pictures look disgusting. Yeah, no thanks. Like, like I was like, you know what? Let me see a picture because maybe it'll look different than what I'm imagining. And it is just as nasty as it I thought it would be. Just, cow, cow butt all the way from me. Yeah, exactly. Beef <laughs> brisket. Something ribs, something on the hide. Uh, by the way, Delta Nines in the chat says many red wolves in North Carolina. So there you go. Are they edible though? <laughs> can you Delta? Can you catch one and eat it for us, and then report back? Eat, the heart, any, eat the heart first. <laughs> yes, it, if you don't eat the heart first, it's disrespectful to right. the animal. Be, be safe, please. By the way, <laughs> red wolves would have been a terrible NFL team name. Oh, here come the Red Wolves. The I mean, Commanders? It's... Commanders was a, obviously a mistake. Not <laughs> not doing Washington Football Club and just keeping it like that was ridiculous. Or was it Washington football team? Yeah. Yeah, the Washington football yeah, team. Yeah, that was so cool. It was the only thing cool that franchise has done. And they stumbled on that. It yeah. kind of got panned. In Why the they got rid of it? Remember, it was it was too close to WTF. Well, <laughs> right. I understand that, but it was it was obviously linked to international soccer, which made it amazing. They they have to go back. I th- I think Josh Harris said they're going to change commanders. I think they are going to change. Yeah, Magic has said that as well. That that's that's not going to stick around. The so, Washington uh, Magics. <laughs> <laughs> they got the wizards. Why not the magic? There you go. Just everyone's at the, at the abracadabras. Like, what do we? I almost think the uniforms this? are more of an issue than the name to me. Really? Why? You don't like the burgundy and gold? The the whites are terrible with the with the gradient number. Oh well, you yeah. can barely see the number. Uh, you're nitpicking, I think. <laughs> no, <laughs> nobody likes the commander uniforms. Are you serious? No, they're I, not. No, well, they're definitely they're not popular. They're, they're not pop. No, you're right. They're kind of lame. I totally agree. Nobody but like, also, nobody likes the team. There, like, the I team was saying, there's so many other problems and so many other reasons to dislike that team. The uniforms, to me, don't rise to the uh, rise to that reason. Do they try to change the whole color scheme? That I can't see. I wouldn't do that. No, you, like, turn your back on the whole tradition. There's a lot of diehard fans from the Super Bowl teams. I know. I it's, but it might be uh, worth a try this time. I'm telling you, Washington is going to be the most unpopular city in America just because it represents politics, and we're going to go through this whole election cycle, and everyone's going to hate on Washington. Hopefully the football team's good to distract them from. I don't think that's going to save us. <laughs> oh, no. 855-212-4CBS. We will not be talking about the election on the show. 855-212-4227. Coming up, yeah, this is a problem here for Major League Baseball. Big, big problem. And the season hasn't even started yet. Get to that next. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Huh. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. So I've been hit with Run DMC and now Beastie Boys. I'm feeling an old school rap Friday. Who's down with this? Well, maybe EJ playing New York rap too. After the Knicks beat your 76ers last night. Yeah, you're lucky I'm not behind the board. 
Oh. It's a Pete Pilates special. I mean, first of all, EJ can't get to me. It's like kicking a dead body with the Sixers right now. There's no pain to <laughs> be not, had. And they're not your team anymore. Yeah, that's true. Pete Pilates is going to pick the next team for Andrew Perloff. I'm ready with it, whatever you are. But, Maggie, you should be with me. Oh, what, what? EJ having the Knicks be really good would be bad for everybody in this building. <laughs> uh, you know, because Knicks fans. Because Knicks fans, they're obnoxious. Gonna, what? Earth, listen, Earth to 76ers, uh, right. Philadelphia fans are, and New York Knicks fans are basically the same fans. No way. You guys are oh, you're, no, no, you're no. the same size. No, a very because, similar oh, coin. On. Totally different. Because Philadelphia fans are deep down obsessed with the Eagles. New York fans don't, don't care as much about football. So it's much better. At, the Sixers can win or lose, and they're more concerned with will Lane no. Johnson be healthy next year. <laughs> not doing it. We're no, not no, no. Ben Simmons can't even enter the city because of how much you guys hate him. Yeah. Like, come on. And the other part, too, is then as soon as the Eagles you know, season goes off the rails, like, ah, well, we already knew, you know. Right. Well, I, I mean, listen. Do we know? I, there's because basically there's a new. I know you're doing daytime television shows. The Philadelphia Eagles have somehow turned into uh, General opera. Hospital. I don't know <laughs> what the heck is going on with my Eagles. Yes, the, the Sixers. There's nothing. There's no pain here. I care if the Sixers win or lose at this point. Joel Embiid will never stay healthy. It's like your Buffalo Bills. At a certain point, you just have to realize what reality is. Well, that's why Wait, Pete what? is giving you a new team. Yeah, and we'll, right. we'll figure happy. out who that new team is and is uh, next hour. Uh, Andrew Bogus is here with headlines. That is a tease. <laughs> Go. have to wait a whole hour for it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think Stay Pete in is, the car. I've never seen that much NBA interest from Pete. I bet she's looking at the standings right now to figure out who's still <laughs> in the, the NBA. <laughs> no, I, I, I knew this because I knew you like jumping ship on your teams, so I had this in the back of my head. Oh, I know who it is. Don't give me the Bobcats. I'm not, I, I'm not <laughs> telling you. I'm going to give you a team that exists. Yeah. I'm not going to give you, a, like, the Sonics or anyone like that. You get the St. Louis spirit. That being said, <laughs> lifetime Sonics fan, and I think we all are. <laughs> if you give me the Sonics, it will exist eventually. I'm all in. Xavier McDaniel, the X-Man, let's go. By the way, Xavier McDaniel, great Nick, too. That's right. Put some respect <laughs> on his name. <laughs> See what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That you hate the Knicks. Yeah, so you're yeah. talking about you love Xavier McDaniel. You gotta love no, him. There's that Knicks voice from EJ. It, he doesn't love him everywhere. Uh, what's going on in the world, Bogus? Well, we've got bats and balls of multiple varieties on display at yeah. spring training. Well but put. chicks don't dig these long balls. <laughs> Baseball players <laughs> now ah, dealing yes. with nice. see-through uniform pants. After opening spring training with complaints about the quality of their jerseys, this is year one of Fanatics making MLB unis with some help from Nike, and it has been an embarrassment so far. Uh, (laughs) On top of the see-throughness, the pants don't fit well either. Some teams have supply chain issues, apparently, with one player telling the union he was going to Dick's Sporting Goods to buy extra pants. What is going on? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Are you kidding? Also, is Vivint still around? Are they still in business? (laughs) Did you say Vivint, like my home security, or Vivid? We'll leave it there. Okay. <laughs> I haven't oh heard that gosh. in a really long time. I'm sorry. I got distracted. So the player had to go to Dick's Sporting Goods to get a pair of pants? He said he was going to buy to have extra pants. He was going to Dick's to get more because they just weren't that the usual amount like in the clubhouse. This would be embarrassing if it was a college team. Maybe a borderline high-profile high school team. Yeah. Let alone professional baseball. Here's what I noticed. Because the pants are so see-through, we're yes. talking about the Major League Baseball uniforms. When you tuck them in, sometimes it looks like 
the guys are wearing diapers. Yeah, you can see the tails of their jerseys. Yeah, tucked in. Yeah. So it's like, it looks like, yeah. Or and you can see the, they're like, Compression like shorts that they're wearing. Little, yeah, like Shohei Otani is the face of the league right now. He look his his photo day, picture day photo. He looks like a dope because I can see it's not his fault. No, but I can see everything that's going on. What, it, what does it take to get a commissioner fired? What does it take? No, what does don't it take? worry, he's retiring in five years. Everybody. I mean, let the, the farewell tour begin. Yeah, no, we gotta we gotta cut this short. We gotta get this guy out of here. I mean, what at what point? What, when does it end with this guy? EJ, um, he'll say it's just cotton. Just like the just like the trophy is a piece of tin, the uniforms are just cotton. What's that, he supposed to do? That viral picture of the guys on the Guardians, I think it was uh, it was Scott Barlow with the Cleveland Guardians. Oh, and, that's the guy. Yeah, you see the guy <laughs> with the diaper. So people were focused on that, but then another Twitter, uh, you know, user had an eagle eye and said, "Forget about the diaper. These guys have different jerseys. The one guy's <laughs> sleeve." Has a has a dark stripe that's bigger. The other sleeve is small with a thin line. The same uniform <laughs> these guys are wearing are not the same. They're literally wearing different jerseys and they're both the same team. You guys are playing checkers, by the way. This is the only interesting thing that's happened in MLB in about nine years. This is the <laughs> only reason to tune in. Nobody watches baseball. Are you guys aware of any trend that's going on right now? Make see-through uniforms. Well, Brilliant. They're, they're oh, gonna, you think they're smart enough yes, to get a board and go, yeah, we should do? What are you going to be watching? Them? Come on You guys now. are Mets fans. What the heck are you going to be watching in April? Don't you're worry gonna about us. That, one, like, that well, looks like Francisco Lindor's classic. junk, <laughs> which yeah. I didn't want to see at all. Yeah, you're like, well, it's cold out today. There's some shrinkage. We'll give him some credit here. But you uh, think Rob Manfred is playing chess. <laughs> He's he's going. You know what we should do, guys? Make see-through pans so dudes and chicks want to come watch half-naked baseball players. I'm just saying you can come kill on. Rob Manfred, but this is this is one of the few things controversy sells. That's why the NFL has just skyrocketed by doing everything wrong over the last 15 years. <laughs> yeah, no, that's so the plan. I don't want to give Rob Manfred a, a pass here. I don't know how this is his fault to begin with because he doesn't run fanatics. But apparently, this is a significant fanatics problem. I've bought things from a lot. I've never had an issue. But people have, there's, you can find millions of complaints about how shoddy their manufacturing is, their delivery is. I don't know how they can do this. First of all, you're talking about a good Philadelphia company. And second of all, yeah. you're talking about a company that's dominating the sports media I know. industry. So take all that out of the podcast. <laughs> what he no, just I said, because we're all going to be working for fanatics someday. I, I, I get it. And they're, Kudos to what Scott Rubin is that his name? Michael, Michael, Michael Rubin. Rubin. Like I, I, I get it, but that I mean, was a great you, party. you'd think yeah. that they would make a better product well, than they're giving Major League Baseball right now. Part of the thing about Fanatics, I think, how they got really rich at first and how they got, you know, was they could turn things around really fast. That was the whole thing about Fanatics, right? Like the moment something caught on a trend, they could turn it really quickly. So maybe it was just a speed thing. But but did, didn't somebody? in an office somewhere in MLB land to uh, look at the actual no. composition of no, everything. I'm sure they didn't have a model come in and stand in front of them. This is a big deal. It would have been an HR violation. They'd go out in the sunlight and see think, what happens there. You would think that they're, that they're doing a major change with their uniforms, that somebody that's getting paid a good amount of money is sitting there and looking at what the design is. You know what? I think actually, though, maybe Perloff is onto something. Maybe He's not. They're not smart <laughs> no. enough for this. No, no, no. Not that they're smart enough. But they they just sort of bass-ackwards got into something where now Absolutely. some of these guys are going to be like sex symbols because of what we just saw. <laughs> I don't think so. But maybe there's a calendar okay. in their future Maggie, or something the, like that. As the lone 
you know, target demo for this in the in the room right now. Yeah. Are you intrigued by anybody's jerseys over their quads underneath their their white baseball <laughs> pants? It's not even close. Okay, but here's the thing: like I've I've you know, I, this is not my alley, and this is not up it. Right. But maybe there's somebody who this is up the alley. Male genitalia is not up your alley? What are you talking about? Yeah, I know. Shocker, right? <laughs> no, but I, I know some other friends who, you know, whatever persuasion they're part of, very intimate with the game of Jimmy Garoppolo. No, no other football players. Right. So maybe they get a couple of new fans. And I will say this. To, again, I guess give baseball half a pass. There's plenty of see-through football pants. I've seen way too to much of them. offensive linemen in white pants. No thanks. Do you, you remember they had to change the uh, the uh, football pants? Where they had to put extra an extra layer. Yeah. on the on the tushy. Yep. And I actually, <laughs> I can almost <laughs> understand them not realizing the pants were going to be see-through once they were put into use. I cannot comprehend the terrible production of the jerseys. You know, that like, inconsistency. That one makes no sense to me. So we all have kids. Well, EJ doesn't have kids, but we have kids, young kids, where they do things about, like, two pictures, like Highlights Magazine. Mm. Like, which one of these pictures doesn't look like the other picture? Yeah. And we should do that with the uniform. It's the like, jer- oh, there's a stripe there, the, and there's not a stripe on the other that one. Commander, that, that Commanders, the Guardians picture still stuns me. Like, they're wearing the same jersey, but it's not the same jersey. How is that possible? Yep. This is picture day for spring training. Maybe it's individualism. The jersey giveaway presented by Goya is much right. better than what is being shown right now. It's it's a total disgrace. I mean, the name you can't read the names on the back of the jerseys, and and the lettering is all off. It's a, it's not a professional operation. <laughs> I almost spit out my coffee when you said presented by Goya. <laughs> <laughs> Were you just making that out of anywhere? No, like we have no. They, they, they do that. Uh, no, they, seriously. They do I wasn't that. sure if Goya was the actual uh, uh, sponsor prob- uh, or some uh, insurance company or yeah, or, or, or Nathan's. Right. Yeah. yeah. I do think that, like, and I understand Pearl's point that this actually is bringing attention to baseball. Yeah. But I just think they look more like some like Mickey Mouse organization. Right. Like they don't they don't look legitimate to me. That they, they look minor league, no pun intended, with this. Like I can't imagine. I know we mentioned the NFL had issues, but not like to this severe. Yeah. I can't imagine NBA having issues this severe where it's like you like you. This is something I expect from like. You know, the National Lacrosse League or something. I right. Expect or one from... of these spring football leagues. Right. Yeah. Both, exactly. Both, by the way, both Pickleball ratings. Never... <laughs> both are killing MLB in ratings right now. The cross is like the hottest growing TV sport there is. Uh-huh. I just say. But if you told me they had bad uniforms, saying, would that surprise me? No. For Major League Baseball, I don't that's know. surprising. I feel like uh, you guys are, of course, logically are right. It's ridiculous they have different uniforms. But it does sound like... You guys sound like older pearl clutching baseball fans right now. Wait, just oh I... man, things are new. I'm so scared of the new. Why well, I want I... my nephew to see somebody's junk when he's going to watch a baseball <laughs> game. He's gonna see it eventually, EJ. <laughs> Got gym Sorry, class early. coming down Definitely. the road. Uh Spencer's in the chat, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio, if you ever want to watch the show. Says the new Odyssey Overlord will be introducing broadcaster uniforms. Do you think when Spike <sighs> exits, do we get Uniforms. We could be like a baseball manager where we have to wear the uniform. <laughs> like Tommy Lasorda. <laughs> get other. What would we all get? I mean, like, not, fanat- not fanatics baseball uniforms. <laughs> no, I no, no, no. I We're feel like we should be business. like one of those like cartoons, like, you know, Rugrats or like Doug, where you just got to wear the same outfit every, every day, day. And that's just what we wear. I pick, I pick Homer Simpson's outfit. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like the Simpsons or like Family Guy. I want to wear the red Adidas tracksuit, like Royal Tenenbaums, Wes Anderson uh, yes. movie. Oh, ben if Stiller. we all had matching Adidas. 
sweatsuits. That who's down with that? Well, then we look like some Run DMC knockoff. Right. <laughs> Is Pete wearing a puffer jacket? BTW during all <laughs> this? Oh, These guys honestly, over there. I, any excuse? I want to wear sweatpants to work. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. You, you can you, already. You can do it. Just do it. <laughs> you can do it. Um, what would? Yeah. What would be the uniform for this company? Some kind of... They should really go all out and make it like uh, tuxedos or something. <laughs> or a polo, probably. No. A, a polo shirt and slacks. Uh, not a, a golf shirt. Could yeah, we all just shirt. dress like uh, reservoir dogs? Don't we all? We could get, you know, black suits, ties. We all get different names. If somebody walked in here everybody. With... <laughs> I think there would be such upheaval if somebody walked in here with a tie. <laughs> People wouldn't even know what to do. I would What's assume that? you're going on a, on a job interview or a court date. Yeah. I mean, that's the only assumption recently. I mean, when, when EJ's job was open, you knew who was interviewing because yes. they were here in yeah. the suit. Like, oh, right. oh best oh. of luck, Ryan Hickey. Yeah, <laughs> he, he was in a tuxedo. Yeah, I know, exactly. Ryan came in a tuxedo. Wait, by the way, did you wear a suit in your interview with us? First like, time. Yep. First time, a suit or second one, a tie? Second, second one was, was uh, not a suit, but it was slacks. Slacks and, and, like, real shoes. Maggie, were you impressed when the people interviewing for EJ's role came in in a suit? I mean, we almost gave it to Hickey just on the tuxedo alone. <laughs> I think that was his idea. <laughs> like, hey, if you'll wear that every day from now to eternity, you're hired. I was going to make it my personal assistant just wearing that. that, that <laughs> I thought it not was... Not paid anything. I anymore. thought it was so silly. <laughs> to have internal candidates dressed differently in a suit, I never understood I that. I think it was their choice, wasn't it? Their choice. Yeah. Their choice. No, I know, but then it became peer pressure. If one guy wears a suit, yeah. they all had to wear no, a suit. No. I thought that was very odd because no. I've worked at a lot of companies where people internally interview and nobody puts on a suit. But here it's a thing. Have some class, all right? Have some class. The, the Frank Flemings of the world, uh, we, we can come in here with a suit for a job interview. <laughs> But I did. I, I did. I didn't is. like the idea though that like you kind of got outed that you were having your interview though. Yes. That was the part of yeah. it. Yeah. That was the part of it. I, like I, I like wearing suits for the most part. So I, I, I love wearing suits actually. So I have no problem wearing one. It's just that like every you know, you know my guy Gal comes in and is like you know oversized you know Nick jersey <laughs> and Jordans on and then like I'm wearing like this blue three piece and he's like oh you got your interview today and I'm like yes I do I, I'm trying to not to blow up my spot but yes yeah. this is today but what's okay. the big deal about so, it so the other part about this that's awkward is just the layout of our particular office so the bosses sit down this long hallway that there's really nothing else there unless you want to talk to Kaplan or Izzo you could be going down there to talk to Kaplan right but it's really Dave and it's Spike who sit down there. So it's like the walk down. Yeah, there. everybody's going to see that you're wearing the suit. And the Chris Olivero office, too. Same the mastermind. Thing. Yeah. If you're walking into his office, you know something's up. Yeah, when someone walks into Chris Olivero's office, yeah. something's going on. He but would hate, by the I, way, that we are name-checking him on the air. He hates I, that. We I, love you, Chris. I got to tell you right now, to do internal interviews to put on a suit, this is not normal. I think you guys do not realize, because it's not a job interview. If you already work for a company and you're trying to get a new role. That's yeah. not a job interview. A job interview is when you walk off the street and answer what's your biggest strength. It's, <laughs> that's not a job interview. Well, the other thing, too, is mm. and I got caught with this twice, actually, was doing the show. That's the interview. And then doing, and then doing the interview. Yeah. Like, yes, so, that's what I so mean. So the first time I had, like, in this round, I, I wore different clothes. I was like, I'm not going to wear a suit at 5 a.m. So I brought crazy. my suit with me. Yes, right. And the it's second changed. time, I was like, "Look, can I like do like a hybrid? Maybe like, and I wear slacks and like a, a button-down shirt, but like, 
I, I didn't want to do the change again. But See, other that, guys did wear their fancy clothes and I know. work in them. Which I know is my weird. guy Bachi yeah. was sitting right in his chair and yeah. he was he was in his full suit. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. And we're on yeah. stream, so people were like, "Oh, that guy's got his interview today." <laughs> he died. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry about your uncle, Ryan. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Is there any other news? Today? I mean, there is sure. theoretically. How about some of the NBA? Luca and Kyrie on their longest streak of consecutive games played together, and their mm. Mavs keep winning. Kyrie back out against Allen. Now attacks in the lane. Behind him to Doncic. Top of the arc three. Kill shot. A 41-point game for Doncic. Chuck Cooperstein, Mavs Radio. Kyrie adding 29 to Lucas 41 in a 123-113 home win over the Suns. Dallas on a seven-game win streak. The Warriors down the Lakers. 128-110 with Steph Curry scoring 32. LeBron in a sore left ankle sat that one out, but should be back tonight against the Spurs. They were 127-122 losers in Sacramento last night because once again, Victor Wibanyama did basically nothing. Just 19 points, 13 rebounds, 4 assists, 5 steals, and 5 blocks. Yeah. Not the rookie of the Be year. Be better. Oh do you know what, gosh, do you know what totally stats winning. and a loss mean? Nothing. Louis Vuitton nothing. disagrees. <laughs> Caitlin nothing. Clark. Everybody else. It rookie means they would have lost by more points. Yeah. Rookie of the no, year, no, no. their record definitely doesn't matter for rookie of the year. Scoring on a bad team is the most deceiving stat in the history of NBA. I can't stand when people are like, oh, he, he, Tobias Harris scored 19 points a game. Yeah, you won 20 games. Then you're going to pay this dude? You think Whatever. Victor Vimeyan can't score on a good team? Is that what, you, that what you're going with right now? Yes, he would never have these stats on a good team. <laughs> Not in a million years. Oh, my gosh. Okay. What world do you want? Not in a million years. First of all, he, he wouldn't he wouldn't get the ball nearly as much if he was on a good team. He wouldn't have all these rebounds. There'd be other guys to share the rebounds and assists. Who's getting more rebounds than the 7-5 guy? I'm telling you, he's not that good. Watch a team play. He's just not that good of a player right now. Yeah, but he's still the best rookie in the NBA, which is why you're driving he's, the Texas dude. I don't know that he's definitely better than Chad Holmgren. Right oh, now, you on. think that... Here's a question. How good were the Orlando Magic last year? They were on the upswing, but they weren't a playoff team. Paolo Bencaro won it. Scotty Barnes, LaMelo Ball, John Morant, Luka, Ben yeah. Simmons, Malcolm Brogdon. You don't have to be on a good team to win this award. Uh, Luka this was is, probably pretty good. Luka was probably good. This they didn't is, make the playoffs, though. This is why you're driving. This is why you will be driving to San but, Antonio. Uh, okay, he might win rookie of the year, but just do not deceive this stat line. If you have it, if your team wins <laughs> he nine had 19, games. 19, 13, 4, 5, and 5 he's in an the, NBA game, he's the, the NBA only player to players care players about. There's five did players that. on the court. There's one ball, and they are one of the worst teams in NBA history. Yeah, and no one cares about because the other four guys are useless. Do you think LeBron was bad as a rookie? How many wins did he have? His I, team was terrible, too. Yeah, they were not good. So, yeah. Cavs. Well, how many? But I thought they were and okay. And Kyrie Irving won like rookie of the year, and his, t- and his team wasn't good. LeBron didn't make the All-Star game his rookie year. Oh. Only year he didn't make it. In right. fact, LeBron, I don't think he should have won the or rookie of the year. Should have went to Melo because his team oh, was actually good. Jeez, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now you lost us, CJ. <laughs> it was going so well. He had to bring Melo back in. 855-212-4CBS. Thank you, Bogus. 855-212-4227. All right, something Perloff is very worried about. No, not whether we could see Mookie Betts' undercarriage. It's not about the uniform. Something else has got him concerned. And I'm going to be honest. I'm right there with him. The Cavs are 35 and 47 as LeBron rookie. You guys are out of your mind. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Don't move. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. Perloff, you're worried about something. Not uh, Major League Baseball see-through uniforms. So, I think that's a brilliant marketing move. <laughs> Before the All-Star break, we did our bold prediction for the NBA the rest of the season. Yep. I said the Lakers could be a team to watch in the West, could make a run, get hot. They were kind of hot. Uh, going into the All-Star break. Then LeBron misses a game before the All-Star break and does not play last night against the Warriors in what should have been a premier game. So I am now officially worried about that ankle. They look terrible, obviously. It was in San Francisco. But I do have a theory that might help me out a little bit here. I mean, isn't the theory load management? Well, what, you wouldn't really load manage off an All-Star game, though. You just had a four-day break. So that was weird. And you would think that he'd want to play against his... His rival. Right. But, hearkening back to last segment when I was ripping the Spurs, LeBron will be out there tonight against San Antonio. So he said to himself, I am not going to win in Golden State anyway. The Warriors are pretty hot right now. Yeah. So you might have thought, I'm not going to win on the road of this one. Might as well take the easy W against the Spurs. That's my best theory. Because if this ankle thing is real, and he's going to be slow the second half of the season, the Lakers you saw last night, they are not competitive without LeBron James. Well, they're going to pick their spots. I mean, this is essentially load management, right? Like, you kind of forfeit one game because you think you have a better shot at another game. But is it... Okay, I hope it's that. Yeah. Remember when he had that groin injury? That was real, it turned out. <laughs> he really, Which one? <laughs> the one where he missed, I think, 18 games midseason. Yeah, it was the first year in the league. With the yeah. Oh, first year. Of the yeah, league. that, that was real. they shut it down, though, because they were not making yeah, the playoffs. He came back and tried to play, and then they shut it down right. once, yeah. Right, but he came back from the groin injury. I'm a little worried that, that this could be closer to that year because I don't care how old he is. 
and I don't care about the Jordan versus LeBron debate. He is the key to that team. Anthony Davis is having a great season. Without LeBron, forget it. We're not even having a conversation. Okay, but let's talk about if they do. I know they're in the play-in right now. They'd be like, what, the 9 or 10 if the season ended today? Massive disappointment if they go from the Western Conference Finals to missing the playoffs. I mean, you have to, have to make the playoffs at the very, very least. Isn't that what they're doing? They're just saying this is like almost like a baseball team. Like, hey, just get me in the playoffs, yeah. and then we'll see what happens there. Well, they were playing last year, right? Yeah, they were. I mean, yeah, but so, again, things have changed now that they went all the way to the Western Conference Finals. Look at the West, though. Is there any any difference between the one seed and the ten seed? I, I've never seen. You could see, you could make an argument that at least eight of these teams out of the top ten are legitimate title contenders. Right, so the West is crazy. I think the the four playing teams are Phoenix, Sacramento, the Lakers, and the Warriors. That's more Hall of Famers than the rest of the NBA put together. <laughs> yeah. So I think there's no shit. You're right. They have to make the playoffs, but being a playing team, that's just a reality. The West, the West is so stacked right now that there's. I think they're going to have to be in the playoff game, uh, playoff tourney. Same with your Warriors. Your bold team is the Warriors, who yep. look amazing. They'll probably be in the playing tournament too, and they'll probably make a run. I feel better about the Warriors than I ever have my prediction that this is the last dance with Steve Kerr and that they're going to go out on top and that he's going to retire as the head coach. Clay will be gone. Steph will remain. but So it's not going to be full Chicago Bulls 98, but it's going to be like that. And I feel better about that now with Clay coming off the bench because the biggest questions were what do you do in the non-Steph Curry minutes? And now maybe you have a little bit more of a plan for when Steph has to take a break. Yeah, I mean, the funny thing is the one and two seeds of Minnesota, Oklahoma City, I think the Warriors and the Lakers want those teams. Those are the teams they want to play in the playoffs. They want to avoid the Mavs, the Nuggets, and the Clippers. Yeah. Ironically, the Clippers. So I, I think being in a playing tournament and getting one of those young one or two seeds would be great. I mean, obviously the seeds could change. It's going to be a wild Western Conference. I I I actually tempted to jump off my Lakers and join your Warriors bandwagon. No. But I just think every series in the West is going to be a seven-game series. I think it's going to be crazy competitive. Well, coming up in the next hour, we will reveal the the basketball team that Pete Bellotti has chosen for Andrew Perloff because Perloff has decided he doesn't want to root for the 76ers anymore. And this is classic Perloff jumping off his own team to a different bandwagon, but we're not letting him choose. In fact, Pete Bellotti will be the chooser. Yes. And I know know who you're choosing, by the way. We're going to do it in in about 20 minutes. How do you know? You really, I've been trying to think about. I'm going to tell you why. I told you, uh, I'm, Pete and I are very simpatico. Mm-hmm. You know, we've already said if I was the one who had to drive to San Antonio, not Perloff, I would choose Pete because we could talk about 80s comedies That's and right. sitcoms all Perfect the way there. Perfect strangers, yes. I love it. Meatballs. Mm-hmm. I, Balky, let's go. I think, uh, I know Pete's mind. Like, it's, in a lot of ways, it's my mind. I just have to channel yeah. it in slightly different energy. <laughs> Because I'm a woman. More angry energy? <laughs> no, it's a little... I have to soften it up. I have to round the corners a little bit. Pete doesn't have to. Is this all Mets fans share the same hive mind? Is that what's going on? <laughs> Maybe. It's all fans that haven't seen a championship. I got something. I know what Pete's going to choose. Also, when I say that Pete was the subject of a meeting we had yesterday, you you weren't the only subject. You became a subject. And oh. it was all very positive, by the way. By the way. And Perloff yeah. was really sticking up for you, Pete. Yes. Oh, yeah. Thank you. The wrestling match well, we've talked about on air, yeah, what's up? That the, you could take on Peter Schwartz in the ring, Pierre. Oh. Pierre Schwartz in the ring, Peter. Pete, the body Bellotti against Pierre Schwartz. See, I think Pete is sneaky strong, like really strong. Bellotti. Pete Bellotti, right? Now, I, nobody calls Peter Schwartz Pete, That's so I'll true. go Pete. I think Pete Bellotti is 
probably one of the stronger people in this building. Oh, I mean, Boomer is very strong, obviously. Who's well, an NFL Boomer quarterback? Tiki, Tiki, Tiki kind of sure. have yeah. a strong. But you know, Tiki is yeah. so thin that I well, you could probably bench press the entire show. Yeah, let's yeah. Oh, let's Oklahoma squat. drill. You Oklahoma drill. You and Tiki. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what happens. If we're doing uh, low body fat, Tiki's winning by fifty miles over this <laughs> entire building. Yes. Uh, but I think Pipilotti is angry. I think you have you're pretty thick, dude. I think you could if you actually ever lifted a weight, you'd be very good at this. Well, I, I used to play. I played a little football. I I wrestled a little bit. That was more middle school. But yeah, I I, a while I, ago. I have some ability. And how how much you guys think Peter Schwartz weighed? That was another big topic. So, so that's the thing. Like Peter, that's the problem though. Is that Pierre Schwartz is the size of like the building we're in. Like he's <laughs> huge. Yeah. Like he's tall. He's wide. He's not that tall. He's not as tall he's as like I six am. Five. He's not six five. Pretty big dude. Are you serious? Do you think he's six five? I think so. I think he's six You're five. Six four. I think he's like your height. He's so tall. Bilotti, he's what so do you massive. think Peter Schwartz weighs? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I think he's like six six uh, seven bills. <laughs> he's the big show. What's going on? Well, well, it's the big show. I'm telling you, this wrestling match is happening. Got blessed by our boss. Yesterday. I want some stipulations too. All right, we'll get to all that. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Don't move. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.